Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I am joined by Jamie. That's me. It is. Hooray. Hooray. Um, so today, like we promised last week, we are <laughs> continuing with our um, ex exploration of the Netflix original Sense8. Um, so, so what we've prepared for this week is just the very first episode of season two of Sense Eight, um, which I believe was was it released separately, like from um, like the rest of the season, like like it with was. a gap between. Yep, it was. Yeah, there was a yeah, song. It, it runs like just over two hours long, so it's kind of like its own like standalone movie that's kind of like a transition i think from like where season one leaves off and where the rest of season two will pick up i'm kind of yeah. guessing mm -hmm. yes um so um what yeah. did you think <laughs> i mean i so i remember this coming out when i was you know waiting expectantly for the second season and was very excited that they decided to do a sort of like i'll say holidays special where they yeah. mix a bunch of things including their birthday and yeah um, birthday the thanksgiving christmas new years yeah <laughs> all I mean, of them their birthday but don't ever actually bother to tell you what date it's on <laughs> we did we learned it in the last season um okay. when will asked riley when or when riley asked will when his birthday was i think it's like october 8th or something okay so Fair it's enough. it's around there in the fall but what's that in autumn sometime. Yes, exactly. Um, so that was kind of nice. I, I liked it. And you do get a little bit of insight into some of the characters. And I feel like some of the characters blossom a little more. And so it's cool to see a different side of them, yeah. um, which we can discuss in further detail later. But what were your impressions of this? Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very good like transitional piece. Um, for you know going between the, the two seasons like you said i think that there's a lot more depth in like who the characters are and probably in their abilities to like use their their new you know sense yeah <laughs> their their sixth sense if you will <laughs> um and but like i don't feel like there's a whole lot that happens in it as far as new content it sets up a lot of storylines so you can kind of see where each character is going to be going in the second season yeah. but for the most part there's not like you don't learn new developments for the most part you know we don't learn much new about like whispers or jonas or angelica or really m any of the characters for the most part it just kind of like transitions them and sets up their storylines true but i liked it i enjoyed it good and um let's talk about then the elephant in the room which is not <laughs> rajan's dick but <laughs> <laughs> but rather um, the new Caffius. What are your, what are your impressions or feelings? I, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just because I've only seen the one episode and I haven't seen him acting all through season two yet. But I definitely feel like I preferred the original more. <laughs> he just yeah. was like more funny and like lighthearted and more attractive. And <laughs> <laughs> I see but, where the important thing is. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's something we didn't state, but like, how likely is it really that if you were to have to be born into a cluster that all of you would be attractive? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a prerequisite is that you all kind of fall on the same like one through 10 scale. <laughs> <laughs> you all land at an eight or something. 
<laughs> so out, it all landed a one. Oh no! So out there, there's some there's some one and two clusters. Yeah, well, that way there's no jealousy within the group because you're all oh, like, oh, no. <laughs> that's a good that's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> See, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I so definitely our cluster lands at like an eight or a nine. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But I don't know. Maybe Caffius, this new Caffius, is just not up to up to snuff with the old one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I liked. First of all, I liked the way that they introduced the new Caffius. Yeah, they did play on it. Yeah, on the, the actor changed. Yeah, so they didn't try to like pull the wool over your eyes or anything. They had a whole spiel about how important faces are. But the new Caffius is like, what's in a face? Like Obama doesn't look the same as he did when he was elected. Like. <laughs> You know, all of this stuff. And then then he's like, you know, you look a bit different as well. <laughs> Got a new haircut. I'm like, this is so silly. But yeah, but I, I mean, did... they get a new haircut because he just shaves his head ball. Both of them did. So right. <laughs> new haircut, but... yeah. I also feel like the new actor is a lot. He looks to me to be older than the other one. So I think that right. was the part that threw me off the most was that it almost looked like he aged like five or ten years. <laughs> he does look older than the original Cathias, yeah, for sure. And he's obviously taller than him. And yeah. I don't know. In terms of like um, personality, I almost find the new Cathias, aside from the situation with Kabaka and his mother, I find mostly him to be even more like light-spirited and joyous than mm. the original Caffius, because the original Caffius was kind of broody at times. Well, they all are. <laughs> I mean, for good reason as well. Right. So and that's... I think maybe I'll like him better after I've watched all of season two. Like you've seen yeah. all of season two and know like, you know, how he acts throughout the rest of the season and I and I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, perhaps I will change my tune after I've watched it. <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> But, I also uh, think storyline was the one they, they touched on least in this episode as well. Like, you yeah. see him, the new bus, you know, after the old one explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond that, I mean, I think it's ridiculous that the new bus has, like, I don't know, it almost looked to me like um, a picture of, I mean, I know it's supposed to be Jean-Claude Van Damme, but it looked like um, Lido when he was like floating underneath the water. <laughs> That's a very shirtless. <laughs> I think it kind of looked like Lido. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree also. I was like, this doesn't seem as artistic, like as um, true to to form as you would expect, like a very expensive bus from a, a mob leader to. Perhaps he'd to never be. seen Jean-Claude. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I just, like, paid some hot guy on the side of it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting with Kathy's story that they set up or start setting up this storyline with Kabaka and his mother being sort of, like, interested in one, other, one another. Yeah. And, I mean, in a way, it's cute because then, like, Amandi will be his, you know, uh, stepsister, maybe, if they yeah. get together, which would, which would be cute because, you know, Kathy's and Amandi kind of, like, had a little a nice little bond together yeah um but i also feel like they use this time to wrap up that sort of storyline so now kabaka who is like this really feared person is now like stepdad kabaka yeah and (laughs) (laughs) and you're kind of like okay so kathias isn't gonna have to deal with his crew anymore in a way um or will he tbd yeah, we'll find out. I think it's odd that 
Caffius is almost like too moral for the life that he lives because he's like, yeah. oh yeah, really good for smuggling drugs too, wouldn't it, stepdad? You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like come on, you know, you know what his business is and you know you need the drugs for your mom, so just shit down and shut up. <laughs> right, yeah. True, true. And you know, how many people has Caffius killed now? Let's be honest. Seriously, like, he's probably got <laughs> a higher body count than Clocka does. Probably. <laughs> But yeah, so that's pretty much what happens. Although it's interesting to imagine being the actor who replaced Caffius. And I think, you know, in order to even get a second season, there was like a lot of good reception from the first season. So people yeah. also like, and you're like you really got attached to the first Caffius before the yeah. second season came out. And imagine being though that actor, not only having to deal with that, but also having to jump immediately into these like <laughs> group sex scenes. <laughs> completely nude like oh yeah because the full cluster of orgy definitely <laughs> happens and it takes like 15 minutes of the episode <laughs> it does too it's like with this like techno-y i don't know what you call that music yeah. i'm like this is weird do more of that the music is weird. I mean, they can have as much sex as they want. That's fine. As we already as we already discussed, they're all right. eight to ten. Well, so, in the, in the last season, I don't think they ever had a full cluster orgy where all eight members were involved. But no, I don't think so. So even Kala was there enjoying herself. She was. It was like Kala, what are you doing? Immoral. Uh, it's unclear whether or not she actually ever consummated her marriage with her husband after she broke his penis. <laughs> I have to, I think we have to assume yes, just that because like there was the moment when he was gonna leave her and be like, yeah. I don't, you don't like me, it's fine, I'm gonna go, right. and she's like, let me be the decider of what happens after tonight or whatever. I definitely was like expecting a sex scene then though because they're so you know yeah. in the series, and then they never even like confirmed one way or the other. They just kissed. Maybe so. they'd reached their sex quota for the show. Maybe because <laughs> like, we. We'll just have to imply Kala and yeah. Rana get it on. <laughs> I think so. And um, yeah, because not only do we have the orgy scene, but we also had the Wolfgang, the Wolfgang and Tinder date, and then Ugh. Kala and Rajan fuckathon. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> because of course, Wolfgang's just like there having sex in her bed with her when she's trying to have sex with her husband. For the right. First time. <laughs> and it doesn't go well, and she breaks his dick. And <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, like. The way he fell off, too. Like, what, what what did he do as he was falling off? Like, extend all of his arms straight up and out? Like, in all of his arms? I mean, all of his limbs? He did not try to catch himself with anything but his dick. I know. Like, good God. You'd have to really fall, like, particularly. You would. And you'd have to have, like, a full heart on. Which I don't yeah. feel like fooling around long enough for that to have happened. I don't think so either. But I guess they needed to have some sort of... In her teddy. So maybe that was what did it. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah i know that that part of the storyline was just ridiculous it was yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i feel like they almost had to they i feel like the reason they did it that way was because they spent all last season kind of building kala's storyline along around the fact that she didn't love rajan and that she was like kind of yeah. felt obligated to marry him and then they start this you know um movie slash episode with like them having been married so i feel like they they almost needed to like show that kala is choosing to be with rajan like yeah. it, she finally she it, she wasn't like 
obligated to have sex with him because she married him kind of thing. Like she married him and then kind of chooses to make that relationship work. It's right. kind of the direction, they, which I liked and it was very humorous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. It's, um, Kala's situation is interesting. Cause like, as I was saying in the last episode, it almost felt like as she was talking to Rajan, she was slowly moving towards like having feelings for him. Right. And then obviously she chooses to be with him and like keep him in her life when he's about to leave and stuff. But even in like one of the last scenes, I think it, when they were, when some of them are watching the fireworks or whatever, she's just kind of like staring out and looking very like hesitantly as he's like holding her, you know? Right. So it's yeah. like, I don't, it's, I think that obviously what we're meant to assume is that like, despite how bad he is. And they kind of have a little discussion about this at, at one point, how she has a little evil in her, um, yeah. despite how, how she feels about the, the, the way that Wolfgang leads his life. She still has these really strong feelings for him. Right. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I kind I like her with Raja and I think that yeah. really proven that he truly cares about her and he doesn't oh, care yeah. what it's thinks um so i kind of hope that she that that does work out for her (laughs) i don't think she's going to find herself making it work with wolfgang's lifestyle (laughs) of you know mafia king (laughs) right although it's kind of interesting um again with the rajan and kala stuff that the scene where um she was uh they were trying to have sex it was also another humorous aspect of that that all of the sensates keep forgetting is that like when they're talking to each other they need to be careful of who they're around and yeah. like how they're doing because like she just kept saying stuff and Rajan's like what <laughs> no and like i just feel like eventually they're all gonna have to explain to their significant other like what the hell is happening to them like naomi's really the only one or Nomi, not naomi yeah Nomi's really the only one who has made it clear to her significant other what is happening oh yeah and- Will and Riley don't count. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like the rest of them are going to have to kind of either find a way to tell, you know, their, their partners this without sounding completely insane, which will be hard. <laughs> right. And it's kind of like, it's interesting that they did bring that up too with Caffius and Jella, Jella, I think his name is, um, his friend there, yeah. because he says like, he doesn't tell them him about all seven of them, but he does mention son. Yes. Um, and he's like, you know, I have the spirit of this Korean lady in me. Right, and he but and he kind of makes it be like more of um, like a religious thing, like yeah. you know, he's visited by the spirit who's helping him, and you know, but that's not really what's happening. <laughs> but it's kind of cool that like Jella does seem to accept that. Yeah, you yeah. know, pro- probably because as he was saying, like he knows he's incapable of all the things that he was doing. <laughs> witnessed it, yeah. So that's kind of cool that that sort of at least one person, one other person is slowly opening that door. Um, and it was a really cute scene, too, with because Caffius and Son have this sort of bond since they were like basically the yeah. first one each other saw. Yeah. And I like that he uh, when Jella asks Caffius why him, he says something like, that's a mystery I can't explain, but one I'll always be grateful for. And they both right. kind of like smile at each other. And she says, me, too. <laughs> It's so cute. <laughs> it is, yeah. You can tell that, like, the feelings that the sensei have for each other are, like, deepening, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing, too, with Sun. Like, Sun, and with all, with 
reason. She was like very hesitant about all of the things regarding the sensates and also pissed because yeah. her brother murdered her father right. and she was thrown in jail. Um, right. But we see her like being so vulnerable in this episode or special or whatever you want to call it. Like yeah. not only like, you know, vulnerable with the other sensates, uh, her other members of her cluster, but also like ha- uh, like deepening her relationships with her other like three prison inmate, like inmate yeah. friends, which yeah. were all adorable scenes. Cause I'm like, <laughs> oh. I know, Ugh, I still feel so bad for Son. I hate that she has to be in jail it and sucks. Her, her brother is such like a giant dick and, yeah. <laughs> and a murderer. <laughs> yeah. I, and he, like, tries to have her killed in prison. Right. And it's like, good thing all of the other, you know, the cluster members came to help her. But Jesus. Yeah. Poor son. I know. I hope that storyline gets better and that she doesn't just spend the whole series in jail. <laughs> she just stays in jail and all they use her for is her martial arts skills. I mean, I feel like I was expecting her to get out of jail in the first season and that mm. didn't happen. So if she's still in jail now, I'm concerned that that's, you know, her role is just to step in and save people's lives. <laughs> well, we'll see. TBD. I, I know. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Away. Yeah, I liked that. I also liked when Sun helped uh, Kala feel a bit more comfortable about sex as well. Yeah, that was a good scene. So we learn about her first escapade. <laughs> just right after she beat the shit out of somebody in the ring, she then has sex with them in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, definitely not a sore loser on his part, I guess. No, no. <laughs> he was pretty happy with the way things went down. I think so. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah. yeah, In terms of like opening up to people, like it's it's given how close. I guess like Leto is kind of dealing with a lot of stuff currently because we find out that not only is he basically like kicked out of his contract with the agency, he his apartment is like vacated without him even knowing. So like, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Mexico, but is it? Real, is this really something that would happen there just because like it turned out that you were gay like that you would lose your job that your landlords would just take all your belongings and kick you out you know no idea. I, I mean i know they're i don't know i don't want to say anything because i don't know that much about right. Mexico and their politics and the way things work there but i just i guess i was surprised i wouldn't have expected it to be that way right same yeah and i mean it gives them a good moment for See, this is a thing, too, where, like, I guess he keeps hiding all of this, the skills he gets from acting in movies, right? Because he kind of, like, beat the shit out of Joaquin last season and was, like, presumably, Danny thought because, oh, she even says, it was, like, one of his movies. And then, you know, this season, he, like, breaks into the apartment complex (laughs) by rewiring the system. And he's like, yeah, I played a thief in a movie once. And I, they just accept it. I feel like eventually Hernando and Danny are going to like witness enough things that they just know Lito wouldn't know how to do that when he finally tells them both be, like about his powers. Like they're going to just be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Right. <laughs> like, all the weird shit that's been happening. <laughs> yeah. You would think. We'll see. I mean, Danny, I can picture definitely just like believing him immediately. <laughs> yeah. This is very true. I just, her motivation is still just baffles me. 
why she's still hanging around with them. Well, I don't know. I, I know they're good friends now, but yeah. I was gonna say, I think like now it's starting to slip from just like you know her sexual desires to feeling really close to them, especially when they go to see Lido's mother and she's so accepting and and friendly and warm and stuff. Almost like they're a thruple, but where one of them is not involved in the sexual aspects of the Oh, life. but she doesn't care. Because, like, even on the dance floor, she's, like, touching herself. I know. <laughs> I was like, Danny, is this the moment? <laughs> is, this, is this really the best time to be doing that? <laughs> I guess, you know, wear a high-slitted dress for a reason, but come on, come on now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, it, it, I mean, that's what get, that's what she wants, man. I mean, she doesn't seem unhappy. That's that's for sure. She definitely seems like she's being satisfied in this relationship. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. So we'll see oh. if anything happens with the thruple later on. But we will. <laughs> um. So Nomi. Yeah. Is being hunted by the feds, which is surprising to me. I yeah. guess you know. Um, that whatever organization is hunting the sunset have this like level of power in in the governments and like in international agencies to hunt these people when they haven't actually done anything wrong right. um, and then be able to keep up these manhunts for for such a long period of time is surprising to me well, right and like <laughs> shows how powerful they are right and i guess i could see like it makes sense that they would be hunting will because he broke into a secret facility right. and stole a person but right. <laughs> um with nomi like all she did was like run away from the hospital like obviously right. she's been doing a lot of hacking and stuff but they're not aware of that yeah well i think that the whispers is aware of that oh but. well yeah but i don't think it's provable <laughs> yeah. in any way yeah and it doesn't seem like that you know the, the what she did which was like you said escape from the hospital would be something that would require like a manhunt by the FBI. <laughs> no, I mean maybe like a local jurisdiction or something could be right. like this person's a harm to themselves and others, but it's not a federal level thing. Right. So that that was I didn't I kind of expected her to be like more free to move around, you know, by this by this the second season. So I was kind yeah. of surprised they were still after her in such a strong way because I kind of thought that Whispers would refocus his attention on Will now that he had like made eye contact with Will. Will would be the one he would try to, to spend all of his effort getting. Um, but, you know, he's still dividing his, his forces with no, with Nomi as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> but then, you know, that gives us the nice reason for Nomi and Amanita to go live with Bug. Oh, my God. <laughs> In, like, I don't know, a boathouse? I'm not sure what it looked like he was, like, living on a house that was floating on the water somehow. Yeah, yeah I think that's what it is. <laughs> but you know he's so excited for them to be charlie's angels so no and he's so happy when they invited him along I know. at first i was kind of concerned that he was gonna end up like betraying them to the fbi or something but like you can see the emotion in his eyes when he's included and he's like no he'll die for them first. yeah oh 100 <laughs> and also like he owes a huge debt to uh to know me because she went to prison for him so yeah <laughs> or no he he would have went to prison but she got community service or whatever but she took the fall yeah yeah she did something to keep him out of jail and he was like a minor at the time so she got off with like community service i think was how it went down yeah he wasn't or something yeah so in terms of will 
Yes, and Riley. What are you thinking of their current situation? Um, honestly, I it's not what I expected because okay. I mean I don't really understand how the connection with Will and Whispers works, but I wasn't expecting heroin to be the answer. Yeah. <laughs> To, to lessen it i kind of really thought they would almost like he would have to be locked in a room without windows and so that like he would have no clue where he was kind of thing like like will would have to have no idea where he was right. um will clearly knows where he is yeah. Um, so yeah i don't know it's it's odd i don't really i can't see where they're gonna go with it i guess is the problem <laughs> yeah well and i guess um, like technically will doesn't really know where he is which is the point right so he like anytime they they we see them move a couple to a couple different like apartment spaces and yeah. every time the windows are sort of like papered up so yeah, like riley knows and we know that they're somewhere where dutch is spoken because he overhears her speaking dutch right but... like he, he has an idea at least to yeah like or they haven't probably had to get on an airplane or something and fly. So right. <laughs> you know, they're within, you know, a certain distance from, from um, where the hell were they? Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I don't know. I just, I can't see a way out of this situation for them. It doesn't really seem like they have a plan, um, like how they're going to be able to defeat whispers or ever, yeah not just play around you know strung out on heroin for the rest of his life like and i think that's kind of like why he's having these visions of angelica's because that's the situation she was in she was yeah. trying up with a way out of this situation by staying drugged up so that whispers couldn't find her and ultimately she couldn't she couldn't finger any you know figure out any way to get out of this predicament and ended up killing herself so i don't know i don't want that to be what happens with will Right. And I guess like in in an ideal scenario, they could have done something like sound like made find a more or less soundproof room and then keep him in it. And then, you know, without him, like take it blindfold him and like plug his ears or whatever or knock right. him out until you get him there. And then in theory, he could just stay in there without knowing where he was and right. not well, have that, to be on heroin. <laughs> well, that was more what I was picturing with yeah. that he would take him someplace um, and keep him unconscious with drugs until the, she got him there. And like, once he was there, he would be able to like, just, you know, be conscious and <laughs> not on drugs. And, but she keeps thinking like that they need to go out and celebrate different holidays. And it's like, you're being, <laughs> you're being stalked by somebody who is literally inside of Will's mind. You don't need to go out and ice skate just because it's Christmas. Like, right. what are you doing? <laughs> no, it's true. And seems to be like the weak link here <laughs> right yeah it's kind of a confusing thing and i guess we'll see how that develops so we did learn that uh whispers takes a pill to to sever the connection yes we did learn that we you know there's no real there's no more knowledge than that though as for ours like how will could get one of those pills or you know a year's supply worth and <laughs> right so so but it's good that we know blockers exist, so yes. maybe that'll be something they explore. In the pill form. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but, yeah. We only see Jonas that, that one time there when he's talking with Will. Um, yeah. 
so yeah i want to know more about jonas like i think that he's the one who intrigues me the most and maybe it's just because we don't know enough about him i don't know if i should trust him i don't know who said he's on <laughs> like yeah. and i want to know more about him do we learn more about him later we do um we do learn more but i mean he's there just to give us like tidbits about how the world works and how the sensate world works right like he explains that well first of all he explains like a little bit about whispers so that you know to tell will that basically whispers likely wanted him to see what he saw right Um, and then he explains that all of whispers cluster is dead oh did he he did yeah oh no i guess yeah he did because angelica says it in a flashback or something he's describing and supposed to assume that like whispers is the reason that all of his cluster is dead like that he just killed them all because he hates sensei or something <laughs> it didn't say it didn't explain that but um he uh she did yeah the only thing angelica said in that flashback was that he still talks to them oh like at night or something or in his sleep or something so mm-hmm. but we did learn also that um and this is why everyone's been seeing Angelica all the time and like Will begins to see her actual memories is because um, sensate births transfer sense experience and memory instead yeah. of genes. Yeah. So that's kind of an interesting um, concept. concept. Yeah. But aside from that, yeah, that's all. We don't really learn anything new about Jonas. No. <laughs> we <laughs> confirm that he and... Um, he and uh, Angelica were lovers because they're like making out together in a forest. Oh, and we learned that Angelica had a previous cluster as well. We did? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Will says, uh, when they start talking about the cabin, um, Will says something like, we weren't her first cluster. And he says, no. Oh, I thought that meant that he they weren't, the, like, I thought when Will said that, he was referring to, like, Angelica had created additional clusters, not that she'd been part of them. Yeah, she created a, a first one. That's what I mean. She okay. she birthed a cluster before she birthed the second cluster. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We don't know anything about the first cluster though. Okay. Um, but I mean, presumably Jonas and uh, did we ever learn that? Was that established that Jonas? Yeah, Joan. Was it established that Jonas and um, Angelica were in the same? They must have said at one point that they were in the same cluster. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think Jonas said that in the first season. Like okay. they were excited anyways, that they had like this deep connection and that it was you know, like love within a cluster was a bad thing, but they had it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all we learned new about like the way the, the sensei world works, I think. Yeah. And I think that it kind of sets up each one of the individual storylines. So we kind of know, sort of what direction they're going to go in um other than wills is kind of uncertain <laughs> but <laughs> right well and wolf gangs as well like what the hell yeah i don't know what to make of that i feel like i don't understand <laughs> half of what's happening in his life <laughs> right like basically we learned that we it's confirmed that his family is basically like a mob family one of the yeah. four families of berlin and because he killed <laughs> all of the basically all of the other members except for his aunt he <laughs> is expected to take over right but, but he doesn't seem to want that <laughs> no he doesn't and then like you know other people are trying to convince him to like team up with him like this Fulker guy um who presumably is the one who sends all of the people to kill him right which also didn't make sense because i thought they were on the same side <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Well, no, I guess what happened, I guess it's due to the guy. We don't know why, but at that party, the guy who had been with Wolfgang's aunt trying to convince him to continue on with the family business. I don't know if we know if he's family or if he's somehow, I don't know what he is. Um, but he does something to offend Fulker. And that's when he says, like, you're going to start a war. Right. And then he kills him in the street. And Wolfgang's kind of like, fuck this guy. Bye. And, and yeah, but we get to see Felix like actually kicking some ass too. And actually being conscious. <laughs> yeah. Being conscious. Um, He's getting a giant hole blasted into his chest somehow. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, but yeah, I don't know where that's going to, who knows how that's going to go. I mean, I guess in theory I do know, but it... <laughs> <laughs> you do know. I don't actually. For you, I don't know how it's going <laughs> to. I have no idea. Like, I feel like Wolfgang's storyline to me makes the least amount of sense because I don't really watch anything yeah. movie or television show wise that has to do with the mob. So like, I don't really understand it at all. So like, I think a lot of, what happens in his storyline is under the assumption that you would have some understanding of how the mob works in movies. And I just don't. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But also like with how close Fe um, Wolfgang feels to Felix, like calling him his brother, like, and I'm so surprised that he hasn't said anything to him about the cluster. Yeah. He even well, sees him rolling around on the ground with snowballs. Like what? <laughs> but at the same time, I think that Felix would just think Wolfgang was insane. Or on, or on drugs, like he thought yeah. then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you on? Where can I get some? Right. Do you think you would tell anyone if you woke up and found out that you had a cluster? Um, it's hard to say. Probably eventually, but not right away. Yeah. Well, I think you have to like establish first if you're actually insane. Yeah, so like once I was convinced that I wasn't insane, I would probably try to convince somebody else that I wasn't insane. But my fiance is a psychiatrist, so that would be difficult. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, Let me think of the best medication to put you on. <laughs> right, which then is just some form of blocker, and you're like, oh no, right. I was crazy. <laughs> right? <laughs> no one is crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, that's so interesting. Like, such an interesting concept in like, we don't really get into it because obviously, oh, and then Will, yeah, Will's life is a hot mess for a number of reasons. But in the first season, he at least did like have his his buddy Diego talk to Riley on the phone. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. if he ever decides to tell him, he can refer back to that and be like, she knows, like <laughs> you've spoken to her. Yeah. She's real, you know. And like uh, Will's dad, like, no. like stalking Will's dad is just so shitty but kind of predictable <laughs> well that and like him he's just drinking himself to death yeah you know <sighs> which i mean he was kind of doing that before will left well too, but... true <laughs> but will's just gonna like internalize that because his dad keeps saying like you're not here yeah <laughs> and i'm like listen dad fuck you you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you literally do not realize that your son is, like, being hunted by an international organization. Right. For, <laughs> for nothing. Like, he didn't do anything For wrong. saving a girl. Right. <laughs> for, for being a sensei, you know, like, for something that is completely out of his control. Right. So that is annoying in itself. It is. <laughs> but, yeah, we do, I guess, learn through that that 
also, it's confirmed that those flashbacks, I assume, the flashbacks of Will like sneaking around the fa- some facility when he was a kid and seeing the girl's head cut open. Um, yeah. I think it's meant to confirm that that doctor is Whispers because Whispers says to his dad at one point, like, it's a shame, especially given all that stuff that happened to that girl all those years yeah. ago. Yeah. You know, so he did have something to do with Sarah Petrell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, do we learn about more about, like, what that all is later on? We do learn a little more about Sarah Patrell later on. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember how, at what point in season two, but, or why, but it, it, it is addressed. Right. I don't know if it clears things up either, to be honest, but. Well, we can just wildly speculate then after we finish watching it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, so, things have happened in this episode as you say it's a good setup for everything that needs to be resolved now in season two yeah. a good a good transition episode but yeah so it's a bit, like it's, it's like a little bit lighter than the first season yeah. because there's a lot of action and violence in the first season but like there's it's not that it's more just kind of like getting to know the sensates and they're them kind of getting more familiar with their connection with one another. So yeah. it was like calmer in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was calmer than it was last season. <laughs> yeah. Less side. <laughs> right. Definitely. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say about the episode. Yeah. That was more than I thought I had to say about the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of threads that need to be pick up, picked up in the next season and the rest of the season to see if we can answer some of our floating questions um but yeah so uh i guess rajan's dick ever fully heal tbd you know is it just permanent if is it permanently like bent at a 90 degree angle i don't know (laughs) ends up pregnant we'll you know have to assume that it probably works or that the baby is wolfgang's one of the two (laughs) (laughs) yeah if she ever meets him in person yeah i don't think she can get pregnant from i hope that they all eventually get to meet in person like we're all eight of them are at the same place at the same time that would be cool god that would be so like weird if that (laughs) was like if that were your life i don't know because then like you brush up against like say you're like making dinner with wolfgang and you brush up against him suddenly you're like feeling all of these like (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's so weird (laughs) in the best way (laughs) you know do you think they would have an orgy in real life I don't think they would. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's crossing a boundary. In the psychic realm. <laughs> yeah, I think Amanita would be in for it. But. She would, but she probably also wouldn't be part of it. <laughs> well, they had to be like, sorry, sensate cluster only. <laughs> sensate only orgy. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, so funny. But yeah. It has um, to be for Amanita and for... For like Hernando, because like they, well, Hernando doesn't know this, but Amanita would know that like it's kind of like Nomi's having sex with a lot more people than just her. <laughs> right, but also like her siblings in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, cluster, like sensate. To I mean, they're not really siblings because Riley are getting it on regularly now. So. They're not. I mean, they, they just share. A bond closer than any person ever could. <laughs> yeah. Which but is why. Yeah, I, like, 
they're more like it's they're the same person than that they're right yeah it's like you're having you're you're basically dating another like one of your personalities yeah like a version of yourself there's like eight different versions of who you are and you're connected with all of them that's so interesting i don't think i would like it i like just being me i think i would love it (laughs) (laughs) but also partly because i would speak like nine languages or something I mean, what if everybody in your class was from the U.S.? God, <laughs> they're all from the South. I'm like, oh, like, there's no diversity. Oh, that would be the worst. I don't. I would well, hope the cluster doesn't work like that, but there's not enough diversity in it. <laughs> I'd be like, God, this is really unfortunate. I would just take the blockers. Yeah, I'd be like, sorry guys, bye. Never mind. But yeah. It's kind of interesting too, just as a last thing before I keep, I could drone on endlessly about this show, but I think it's also, it's interesting what they did knowing that like the audience, the main audience as it was released on like US Netflix was uh, English speaking, that all of the characters speak English, but a lot of the like non-cluster folks reference the fact that they're surprised that X or Y are you know, understand Korean or, you know, you were speaking a different language. What was that right now? You know? So it's kind of fun that they make the nods to that. And, you know, they do have them speak different languages to each other when they're first meeting to be like, how do you understand Swahili? How do you understand Korean? Right. Um, So it's kind of cool that they make those references, even though it's not dubbed or I mean, not subbed. And I kind of like the way that they just did it where anybody who's not speaking English, like they kind of have an accent when they are so it kind of like reminds you that they're not actually speaking English you know they're speaking Swahili or Korean or whatever the case may be right true true yeah. what other languages are there Dutch um in the cluster I think yeah what do they speak Iceland is it is Icelandic a language yeah yeah she see, but she also speaks English because she was living in London for however long oh, yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know how she speaks Dutch <laughs> yeah well maybe she just learned it maybe one language. of the others do I don't know yeah, German for Wolfgang. I think the subtitles at one point said that Kala was speaking Hindi, but I assume, yeah. like, I think most people in India speak several languages, so I don't know about if there are any more that, you know, aren't mentioned that she speaks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Probably, uh, like, just speaking with, like, her husband or her family, she would be speaking Hindi, though. Yeah, and... <laughs> um, there's a throw-off joke in season two that um, Nomi speaks crappy high school French. So, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, technology like that's her language. It is too. Yeah. yeah. And useful, like how useful is that? So, it is. You know. So far. Yeah. Again, it's like filling the niche that's required because they're living in the digital age, but it's <laughs> definitely helpful. But anyway, so yes, yeah. that is <laughs> episode one of season two of Sensate. Yeah. Um, if you guys <clears throat> would like to let us know what you thought about this episode, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or if you would like to hear us discuss about the rest of season two, you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. And we're probably going to do it regardless. But <laughs> Yeah, or if you want us to discuss <laughs> something else, let us know. <laughs> um, but you know depending on time I think the general approach is 
probably if we when we continue with sensei is to treat this everything but the last episode together probably and right then, how it was released right yeah. it was kind of released in four parts season one and then this christmas special and then season two and then the finale right they're all released separately from one another yeah and the finale is like almost three hours long so (laughs) that'd be a lengthy uh, yeah i don't know if i quite have like 15 hours of time to sit down and watch for one week plus i think that the finale almost needs to be discussed by itself sure that's like where all of the lingering questions are all wrapped up you know so like there's a lot of development in in that three hours so i'm sure it needs its own discussion (laughs) i would agree yeah i'd agree but yeah, so uh, again, thanks everyone for listening. Um, continue to stay safe. Um, things are, you know, starting to go crazy again, at least in the U.S. So yeah, be careful of your surroundings. Wear a fucking mask. Wear a fucking um, mask. Remember that Black Lives Matter, and we'll be back next time. Bye. Bye.